0: So is there anybody else in here except for me that has someone that they wish they would just do something different, that they would act differently, that they would step up and do their part? Am I the only one? I am, Joni said I'm the only one. Is there anybody here that has a situation in their life that they just don't understand why it couldn't be different, that things couldn't go differently than what I think they should be? So I just got finished reading a book a couple of weeks ago, and there was one line in the book that has stuck with me. And it said, expectations are premeditated resentments. Expectations are premeditated resentments. I've got an advanced degree in expectations. And I am constantly being disappointed because people aren't conforming to my will and the things that I think that they ought to do. And all it does is create angst and frustration and anger and sadness and hurt, and the list goes on and on of the things that it causes because I have expectations of other people. So we hear in the readings today, once again this week, we're talking about prayer. So that's what I'll do. I'll go to prayer and I'll ask God to fix all these people and fix all these situations according to my will. Somehow it doesn't work that way. So I want to tell you a story about someone. I was really frustrated. It was Labor Day three years ago. And this guy called me up on Friday afternoon right before a three-day weekend to give me some very bad, not necessary news. And I said some really bad, unnecessary things back to him on the phone. So bad that I went to reconciliation the next day. I mean, I, I, was, I was feeling really bad, but the, then the priest had the audacity to tell me to offer that person as my intention for Mass and to pray for them. I was like, wow, that really hurts. Well, that same person is still on my prayer list three years later. You see, what I've learned over the course of the last few years is that God wants us to be persistent in prayer. We hear that with Abraham in the first reading, and we certainly hear it with the person who needs bread to feed friends who have stopped by to visit, that there's this persistence that the Lord is calling us to. And that persistence is not so we can get our will. That persistence is not necessarily so that it will change a situation. That persistence is the recognition That we need God. And He is all we need in a world that swirls around of all of these things that I wish could be different, these things that I could change. The one thing that is constant is a God who loves me and calls me to Himself. And He says to me, David, I am all you need. And so when I am persistent in prayer to Him, oh my goodness. He doesn't change to my will, but he actually begins to conform me to his will. I begin to not be frustrated or angry or disappointed about things that are happening in my life. The reason I'm talking about this today is because in this community, in the people that I have been encountering over the last two weeks, this was the theme that God gave me. We are not in control. We do not need to have expectations. We only need to know that we have a God who loves us completely. In the second reading in Colossians, we hear Paul remind us of our baptism when God claimed us as his own. And in that moment, he said, I am all you will ever need. I am the one thing that is permanent and certain in your life. Everything else will pass away. But I remain constant because you are important to me. So about a year ago, not quite a year ago, God convicted my heart, and I think I've told you this. I started spending an hour in prayer every morning. An hour. One twenty-fourth of our day. One hour, and God... He speaks to me so profoundly in the scripture, in the book I'm reading, in the silence, when I just slow down enough to listen to him, to hear his voice tell me that no matter what's going on, David, you're, you're, all, all you need is me. That's all you need. So it's kind of appropriate. I'm going to be leaving in a week with five other people to walk 500 miles in northern Spain on the Camino. It's called The Way of St. James. So I'm gonna have a lot of time for prayer. And it's appropriate that St. James' feast day is this Monday. He was one of our apostles. And I'm going to be on that trip. My email is in the bulletin. I'll give you my phone number after mass. If you have anything that you want us to pray for, for you, every single day as I'm walking, As I go to bed, every single person here, you're my intention. You can follow us on Facebook, we'll be posting to the Cluster Facebook site, but if you have prayers for us to take with us, please let me know, because those prayers matter. Because you see, I believe in my life that my prayers, God hears them. And what I hear in return from God is, is not your will, David but my will be done. And then that's when I received the Holy Spirit, that what I thought was what was best for me, I begin to realize more and more each day that it's not. It's what God has for me and what God is calling me to. And sometimes it's really difficult. Sometimes it's really difficult, but I know he stands with me and in me and through me and everything that I do. So I'd ask that while we're gone for the next six weeks, Please, please pray for me and the other five people because we're going to be praying for you.